The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm host Michael Dow, and with me tonight are Stefan Ward-Wheaton and Susan Timberlake. Hello. Yeah. Are our mics live? I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, I pointed to you. No, Mike's, Mike's alive. Mike, uh, you're alive. I, you're here. You're, you're alive and kicking. I am definitely a biologically living organism <laughs> and not a robot duplicate. Beep, boop, beep. Silence. <laughs> frack and silence. Oh, can oh, I say frack on the air? <laughs> I think so. I've, you can say it on, uh, on television. I think it's all right to say it. Yeah, the but they might. That's different, right? Because it's visual? <laughs> yes. So that's why I'm on with Democrats and Independents because they're robots. The Democrats are robots. <laughs> Not the Independents. I I think the Republicans are more robotic than the than the Democrats. We follow. We follow. <laughs> vote. 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 Trump will make America great again. It's, it seems to be working out for them, though, <laughs> yeah. judging by uh, yeah, the results of our latest the batting averages. Indeed, I'm even embarrassed by our batting average on special elections. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, ba- backing our new leader has proved very effective for us. I think Germany will be great again. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's it for tonight's show. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll just wrap it all up, folks. Yeah. <laughs> But before we do that, uh, we actually like to hear from our listeners. That's hopefully you. Actually, it must be you because you're hearing me say this. So um, you can get in touch with us in a few different ways. Uh, you can email us, which is civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. On Twitter, at civilpoliticsfm. On Facebook, we are facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio. Also, we have a website, which is quite simply civilpoliticsradio.com, where we've got recordings of previous episodes of the show and uh, links to things that we talk about and maybe other goodies as well, Um, including a copy of that map, that secret map on the back of the Constitution to Ben Franklin's gold. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, my copy doesn't have it. Sue, you got the redacted copy. Right. (laughs) <laughs> well, because we go for the gold if we can. Oh. Right. Big Republicans are. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's not because you're a Republican. It's because you're a hoi polloi. We don't want to share. <laughs> so. I'm rugged proletariat. What can I say? Yes, indeed. <laughs> Healthy, uh, and hearty. <laughs> and that's fine. There's nothing uh, wrong uh, everything with being in the proper place. The <laughs> common clay salt of the earth. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I'm... All the people that feed us and house <laughs> us and clothe us and fix our plumbing. They should be grateful to have jobs. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of these days, Mike is going to do the entire show just cosplaying <laughs> as this character, and it's going to be amazing. He uh, needs to do that voice. You need to do the wrestler voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a conspiracy, brother. That's what I'm talking about to you right now. <laughs> I can't understand how you don't have a regular spot on InfoWars for that point, <laughs> Stefan. 
brother, if you had seen the things I'd seen, <laughs> your head would explode. <laughs> so maybe, uh, maybe we'll do it like uh, Larry Wilmore did stuff where, like, you know, he would lose a bet or whatever. So he did, like, one of his shows as one of his characters, you know, Soul Daddy, the 70s TV host or whatever kind of thing. Oh. <laughs> I missed the nightly uh, show too. Show. Um, yeah, uh, so let's uh, actually do our show and talk about politics. So uh, we had a, the last two of the special elections following uh, Trump plucking people out of the Republican uh, caucus of, for the uh, House of Representatives or and the Senate, I guess for his cabinets and mm-hmm. assorted cabinets. assorted positions. Yeah. Sorted? Assorted, assorted, <laughs> not sorted. <laughs> no, the positions aren't sorted. They're very respectable. So, uh, so uh, there is a huge amount of attention paid to uh, the 6th District of Georgia, which was uh, Representative Tom Price, now uh, Secretary of Health and Human Services, Tom Price's seat uh, in the House. Was there, Newt Gingrich's seat originally, right? Yes, right. Uh, before that, not originally, but, yeah. you know. Um, Sorry. I don't know whose it was originally. I mean, you know, I don't it's know. It's nobody's. It's the people's seat. Right? Well, was there was there a sixth district of Georgia back, you know, in the 1790s? I'm not sure. <laughs> so what? <laughs> it's outside of Atlanta, right? North yes, north of Atlanta, and sort of relatively affluent, but increasingly, um, you know, the 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 uh, suburbs of Atlanta used to be ruby red. Yeah, very you know very staunch Republican ground, and that has been changing around Atlanta. And this, uh, I think, this special election reflects that. It was only four points. It was yeah. actually yeah. very close. Well, well, so and in a district that Tom Price, uh, the outgoing former uh, person in that seat, had won by double digits yeah. during 2016. Yeah. So, so I think it's noteworthy uh, that uh, John Ossoff almost won it outright in the original election in April. This was the runoff. Yeah. He got like right. 48 point something or 49 point something percent of the vote. If he just eked out a few thousand more votes, he'd have just won. Wait a minute. Two or three weeks ago, you were talking about that other voting system. Instant runoff? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, ranked choice voting. Yeah, ranked which, choice voting. which had actually, Tom, uh, my friend Tom. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, and that actually, wouldn't that, have been that close then. Because, no, not at all. Yeah, I think yeah. that was fascinating. Yeah. And so it's clear because there were like. Uh, what, a gazillion eight, 17 a dozen? Republicans? There were quite a they number were, of Republican yeah, candidates, yeah. and the, clearly the a vote gaggle. was split between them all. <laughs> and I guess between, is that goose, geese? I guess uh, that is geese. Um, I guess all the people who uh, voted for Republicans decided to really did all come together behind Karen Handel and, and turned out for her. Yeah. Um, how much of that? And it was only a, wasn't a 17% vote. It wasn't a very high vote. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't yeah. actually see what were yeah. the turnout numbers from April versus now. I'm curious about yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know if the um, top of my head. So while Stefan types away, um, so Sue, you're a Republican. To what extent? Yes, I am. Do you <laughs> see? To what extent do you see this, or is the the chatter in, inside? You know, you know, the elephant's trunk room or whatever. Um, <laughs> that's what you guys call it, right? <laughs> Well, did you see that video that's um, trending with the two pachyderms and their little baby goes in the pool? No. Oh, and they Aww. and they run over to get it, and then the father runs behind, and they, they pull it out of the mud hole Aww. within seconds, and it really was quite a little video. Well, that's kind of, I think, what just happened is that they saw that they saw the baby go into the deep water, and, and you know, um, elephants don't swim. They sort of walk along the bottom with their trunk up, and I think— They, um, they, they do swim. Mummy, mummy, and Daddy um, 
pachyderm elephant went I'm right after. Sure, elephants can swim. I they they may not often have to just by being so large. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but anyway, the baby was drowning. So huh. anyway, they mummy and daddy um, elephant jumped in and saved saved the baby. So that's how I see it. Well, I'm not sure how that actually. I'm not sure I actually follow that metaphor. Uh, in terms of this election, do you mean they like they looked and went, uh oh? Well, and no, but the Democrats <laughs> poured in crap loads of money too. So yes. I mean, the, in your metaphor, that means the Democrats are turning a fire hose and trying to deepen the the river, drown the baby elephant. Well, right? I didn't, I didn't say that, but <laughs> yeah, you, I you see where just you're did. going, Sue. But no, I, what I mean is like. <laughs> do, do you think the voters were were think, were showing loyalty to the party? Were they like? I think Ossoff like, wasn't experienced enough. Just when it came to the end of the day. Well, and he was a cipher. Yeah, the guy was basically. Was he, a, did he even live in the? He didn't yeah, live in the he, district. I think there was something about where he lived. That there was, was something like, early on, but yeah. they, and they resolved it. But it may have added to you know the sort of charge that because the the Republicans were running ads. Basically, he's not from here. Yeah, he's not. Um, He's, you know, he's he's an outsider, and yeah. it was, you know, it was, uh, it was kind of coded language because, in many ways. But well, the real still, qu- the real question, I have numbers. Okay, well, we just uh, like I guess the thing I'm just wondering is to what extent is this, like, can we read this as like, yeah, people still like Trump, or is it just like, no, this is a local thing about local stuff, and you know, Trump. Yeah, is... Yeah, I think they were electing their um, their candidate. I, you know, I don't I don't necessarily think it's a you know, if you took all the special elections, you'd say, God, the Republicans are really winning because we, we won all four of them. But I, I don't take it that way. I think the Democrats kind of ginned it up that way, hoping to sort of break, you know, because mm-hmm. the Republican Party's in a bit of disarray. I mean, look at the health bill that just dropped and sort of what's happening. And, oh, yeah. Which we'll probably talk yeah. about. Well, we so will you think <laughs> all politics is local, Sue. Is I that think, kind of your take? I think the national folks got really involved in that, and that usually um, gets the local folks up in arms. Yeah, to elect their local person. Yeah, that no, that's true. Like you know, it's sort of the outsider. Why are those people in in Utah telling me how to vote here in East Hampton? Look at that ad. That's from Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, so it's I the think most some of that expensive congressional, almost sixty million dollars on one. You mean from both sides? Uh, uh, that's the total. That Twenty five for each or something. Twenty three so, and twenty seven. Yeah. So is that like including the fact that like they this is the runoff? Or is that just on the runoff bit? That this is what I'm seeing for the for, whole seat, right? So it's probably both. Uh, so both the two candidates together spent about 33 million. Outside groups added another 27 million. On top of that, this is according to Salon. By the way, I'll post it on the Facebook. I'm not seeing the breakout per election, but I am. This is interesting. I, this I, is, I hope it's both because otherwise it's ob- obscene either way. But it's, it's less obscene if it's split over if two elections. Yeah. And Newt spent six hundred and eighty or something thousand in one of his races, I think. So that's the comparison. Yeah, but money that's was, a while ago. The dollar is more valuable then. So what's the what's the tur- <laughs> what are, what's the um, turnout breakdown? Uh, it actually up? increased from first to second round, probably due to the amount of attention and money being spent. One hundred ninety-two thousand people voted. In the first round, two hundred and fifty-nine thousand voted in the second round. Um, that's an increase of about five times the number of voters from twenty ten. It's about fifty percent. The the latter is the latter number is fifty-eight percent of registered voters. Oh, so, so it was a good turnout. A, a healthy. I was election. wrong. Yeah. Um, Sorry. No, no. Well, uh, so uh, one but thing. Th- you're you're not usually right, Sue. That runoff, <laughs> runoffs, and es- yeah. runoff elections, and especially second round runoff elections, tend to be very low turnout. Yeah, I thought it was that was one thing we talked about with Tom a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, I, I don't know where I got the what, seventeen from. What is the um, 
So how many votes did uh, – uh, I mean, I know Karen Handel got a ton of of more votes in the second round than the first because she was not running against uh, 13 people, but she was running against one. But oh, how so many votes did Ossoff get? And like how much did his, his share increase? You know, He got about the same share because he got a, about 48% by himself in the first round when he was ringing against about and I think like eight different Republicans. So in the second round he got he got 48%. Um he got about 48%. Right. So um it didn't move but a the whole lot. Turnout went up. The turnout the went turnout up, but went he up. got the same percentage of the turnout. Yeah. Okay. So and it's you know I I think you might have a point see because what I'm hearing about this race is that actually Republicans and Republican leaning voters actually surged in a way, in oh, an unexpected way. Um, and I think the pol- the polling had sort of indicated that the race was actually even tighter and that Ossoff might have had a slight advantage. So that could have put Handel over the top. Yeah. Um, People saw that and said, geez, we better vote. Yeah. But I think it's all, I mean, it, it, you know, you have to take into account that this, this is a, a traditionally Republican district. It has a partisan lean of R plus five, according to Cook Political Report, which means it's a solidly... Um, it's solidly leans Republican according, you know, um, in and relationship got, to the national average. And it was plus four, so they they cut back. So a the, little bit the race. If you say plus five, well, well plus five isn't isn't according to a fifty fifty. It's plus five according to the national average. Oh, okay. So if the national average leans one way or another, it's plus five in oh, even more the so. Republicans' favor on top of that. Sorry, I thought it was so, 5%. Yeah, well, that, that's, yeah. It's confusing. It's a good metric, though, because it sort of tells you where they are, where yeah. that district is as a swing district or not. So it is, and to, again, I should mention Tom Price, who is quite popular in that district, won it by by double digit, uh, yeah. well into the teens. So yeah. it wasn't even considered competitive. What but I think what's really interesting is looking at the other special election that happened in the same night one of the Carolinas. in South Carolina's 5th Carolina. District, mm-hmm. which was actually a, a Democratic district as recently as 2008. Um, they, elected a, they elected a Democrat in that district. And the National Party, it, despite the obscene amount of money they spent in Georgia, yeah, what spent is... almost no attention there, despite... Yeah, I, I to, barely heard to about the it. chagrin of the local party who were talking about it after the race, and it was, um, oh man, How close where are it? where are my numbers? But it was almost the same. It was it was forty eight fifty two in favor of the Republicans, a, a small margin. But again, in another Republican leaning district that had very little outreach. And I think that sort of has lessons for both Democrats and Republicans. Yeah. Well, what I it thought- means Republicans need to watch out. Yeah, because even in seats where they're not where they're not sort of bossing up and taking an advantage, they're vulnerable. But Democrats are not targeting this correctly, and they their messaging is very confused. Yeah, they're not doing a good it's, job. I do I do just want to point out one little thing about since you get had the numbers between the turnout of the two races mm. uh, in Georgia. Uh, just the thing that struck me is. The Democrats didn't sort of because there was a huge push to get behind Tom Ossoff and maybe win this thing for him outright. Like and if they could have gotten a few thousand more people to the polls, they would have. So that's that's sort of like, oh, that's that's a defeat. But at the same time, it means that when they had the runoff and they had 50,000 more people turn out, you know, they got more people turning out for this. Um the Democrats, yeah, they, they 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 lost, but they had the same percentage of the vote. So it's like they actually had more. They didn't top out yeah. with just barely, 
you know, coming this close to getting Ossoff in right. with the first one, and then it was kind of, you know, all over. You know, they they actually had similar numbers. So, you know, if uh, if things turn out that the uh, uh, people become more and more disenchanted with the Republican Party uh, in the, the, the next general election next year, well, then that isn't an encouraging sign for the Democrat, for the Republicans. It would be an encouraging sign for the Democrats if they could get their their butts together. And I just want to mention, this is civil politics here on Valley Free Radio. So which one of you wants to, you know, talk about (laughs) strategy? I I was just going to think about 2018 because I think in some ways it's it's like you need to know what you're doing locally. Mm. You really do. Mm -hmm. And maybe the parties have become too national in a way. Well, also, 2018 is going to pose... And, and this is a long way out to be forecasting, so take you know take a block of salt with anything we say. <laughs> I'm about writing this down, and we're going to have a bet <laughs> on it. I know, uh, I know you will, Sue. It's, um, it's only what 16 months from now, <laughs> <laughs> two lifetimes. In oh, po- a lot in of American shoes politics. to drop. You know how right. does, you know if if the Republicans can't pass the health care bill, it will probably be good for all of us. Yeah, but it also won't stir up all the the heat on them. Well, you know what I but mean? if the they pass hand, it and things start to go, if, if south. they fail, like it's a club to beat them with. In that, like they control the government, and this is what they've been talking about for years, and they can't even they couldn't do, do that. it. If yeah. it like, fails, what a bunch think, of goobers. And if, if they, they go, succeed, <laughs> yeah, and I, I think thinking, people will turn out to vote like I want health insurance. Yeah. So if they fail, they fail at that, and it, you know they're gonna um, probably cost it out. Um, over the beginning of next week. But if they fail at that, but then they go right on to infrastructure and job stuff, I think they can recover from it. Mm. I think if they pass it and it starts to unravel what's going on with health care, I think they, it'll be very tough. They're, they're going to pass it, I think. Yeah. You know. I don't know. There's five. Well, it's <laughs> yeah, it's um, five plus two have already said yeah, but Republicans. What the, the what we always say here, us lefties say is, you know, Republicans always fall in line. You're, you're a great Democrats lux- fall in mm-hmm. love and, Dem- and Republicans, Republicans fall in line. But, and that really, seriously, you guys just seem to like nothing matters more to you than like being winning, the winning team. Yeah, <laughs> because like I will say you, this you'll burn down the village in order to save it. But they because they get not it, me personally, you know. but I get it. No, no, you. I've seen you with that <laughs> cigarette lighter. <laughs> Which village? I, I've well, said too much. <laughs> Well, this is also, yeah, I mean, there are certain demographic elements at play because uh, Democratic-leaning voting I'm sorry, wait, did you say Democratic elements or demographic? No, demographic. There are <laughs> sorry. De- demographic <laughs> elements at play with the Democrats <laughs> and with the Republicans. Thank you. Because, yeah, no, 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 I'm just like, did I mishear? Or? <laughs> it's it's me and my, my clotted voice that no. can't pronounce anything. Um, uh, de- re- Democratic-leaning demographics tend to have more uneven voting patterns, whereas Republican-leaning demographics, which tend to be um, white, older, and more sort of suburban rural, have better voting. Voting, you know, They just turn out more. There's more of a, you know, there seem, there's more of a, a voting um, Maybe motivated by there. what's at stake or something, or, well, think, or seeing it yeah. as single issues or... I shouldn't say that about my party, but no, I th- I they're motivated differently a little I th- bit. I think it. I think you're you're kind of um, uh, getting to it, and I think part of it is guns, that guns, guns, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's 
Stefan likes guns. <laughs> I, I like guns. I just don't no, have but, but I mean, those... those <laughs> there goes genre looking for it. I like um, guns. Those, those hardcore NRA voters, they, uh, they, they do tend to go Republican, not but Democrat. But this is a... Pro- yeah. So, yeah. Oh, go I ahead. think we were waiting for something, but I don't know if it's going to happen or not. No, that's fine. <laughs> you believe in guns? I just don't have a gun. There, <laughs> there we go. go. There it is. <laughs> but this is also, I th- this is sort of the conundrum that the Democratic Party has. It's because... Such a big tent, it's hard to get they people... They have a huge <laughs> tent, but it's becoming increasingly fractious. And it's be- it's, it, it, it risks breaking down if unless they can find a unifying message. They really haven't found a unifying message. Part of it is, I think, the primary still, primary season of 2016 is still, people are still licking their wounds over that a little bit. Part of it is, I think, that there's an ideological rift emerging in the Democratic Party that is starting to make Ooh, itself do more tell apparent. Me more. Well, <laughs> I would say it's that what John Stewart said when your opponent yeah. gets into trouble. Tell me more about tell, that. Tell, tell me more. <laughs> but. It's sort of it's uh, I I think the we're Bernie starting to s- uh, Clinton kind of stuff. Or? That's part of it, but it's also it's it's demographically inflected. I think the younger, oh, yep. more yep. diverse people of color, especially, but also younger white voters in the Democratic Party are very adamant and and exploring sort of left wing. Um, alternatives to sort of the liberal center leftism that the Democratic Party has come to represent post 1980. The Democratic Party has moved to the right under, and this is this is sort of the legacy of Bill Clinton, who was right. able to take the presidency back by swinging to the center, and that's I think part of why uh, Hillary Clinton's uh, candidacy was was had an added element of controversy. So that is now, and and now, especially in, given the economic straits that the U.S. is in, I think people are, especially people my age, I'm, I'm seeing are, are taking a hard look at at far left. I guess what you would say is staunchly left wing economic po- and and political philosophies, and that's been that that's kind of something we haven't seen in a while. It's not since the 1960s, probably is is a wave of left wing interest, and it's really testing. The sort of democratic uh, patchwork uh, quilt that they've built of voters, where that you know they've sort of assembled a constituency of of what's left of sort of the labor union vote mixed with various um, ethnic and racial minority groups who ne- feel like they need to be represented, mixed with sort of this cosmopolitan urban um, upper middle class milieu of white white voters who lean liberal socially but are sort of economically maybe a little towards the center because they're well to do and and have ties to the economic establishment and it's really tough it's really hard when 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 you can't agree on bread and butter considerations it's really hard to create a message even when you have somebody like Trump who you can yeah. throw tomatoes at yeah. um, and that's I'm, I sense it. I mean, it's sort of the the donkey in the room. Not quite the. It's not the. <laughs> you guys have the elephant in the room, Sue. We have the donkey in the room. Um, it's it's anytime I'm not getting bad. together with other left of center voters, it's this this kind of um, these sort of splits are are there, and people are aware of them now, and they're talking about them. Where before, I think they kind of gotten they had gotten papered over. Yeah, don't worry about the, that. Just yeah, vote, we need to be vote un- with the union. United, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, yep. especially after, now the Democrats in the last 10 years have lost, gone from being 
a party in the majority, not just on the congressional but the local level, to being having the the the, the least amount of power they've had since the 1920s. I think people are starting, and I think I personally speak for myself, am starting to look at at this, their strategy and saying something's not working here. Yeah. We need to yeah. try something clearly different. because because you know democratic government has been good for the most part. Well, yeah, when it you know when it works and when they can you know when they can convince people, you know it, this is the problem. John Ossoff, I think, ran a, a canny campaign, but he was very cautious, and he ran essentially as a democratic cipher, running against Trump. And that's, I think, and especially they, a lot of local districts is not going to cut it. They hung Pelosi that's, around his neck. I heard yes. one comment. Uh, and now, and man, yeah. I am seeing so much backlash against Nancy Pelosi right yeah. now. I, I think her speakership is in the most danger it's been f- in years. Yeah. Um, she could she could easily be a casualty, I think, of, of this latest defeat. Wouldn't be surprised. But And yet I consider her the architect of Obamacare. And I say that in a nice way. Oh, yeah, no. That she's the one that when Obama actually gave up on it, she got the votes together. She figured mm-hmm. out how to put it through in reconciliation. All she of was those the strategist. accomplishments the Democrats put through Congress 2008 to 2010, that's all down to her. Yeah. Yeah, and you look at that or, you go, or oh, this is— it couldn't have happened without her, so. Yeah, and to, and to try and just understand what, um, what it is about women in power who get things done that then— the crowd mm-hmm. turns on them and burns them at the stake. <laughs> you know, it's just sort of a that's a that happens that's a, a lot. A fair consideration, absolutely. Yeah, it it often is. Um, they they turn on them. So, and I kind of wonder, I kind of wonder, um, to what extent, um, I think I think this is more of a concern for the Democrats, unfortunately, than than for the Republicans. Um, but if you look at um, some of the other shocking news from this week, like the acquittal of the police officer who murdered Philando Castillo. Oh, yeah. Uh, and also the second hung jury, uh, I don't remember the name of the police yep, officer. There's another one that just who, happened. Who, who yep. murdered some uh, a, a black motorist allegedly. in Cincinnati. <laughs> Fine, allegedly. Um, but that's what he's saying. The, the views and opinions, it. blah, blah, blah. This, <laughs> yeah. is, this is my honest opinion that oh, there you go. that guy murdered him. But it was a hung jury, so they have to go back to, to get him. Assuming they're going to try a, uh, take a third bite at the apple. Which was it the third go? I didn't realize No, it. second. Yeah. They, they've had two hung juries. In this that is the University of Cincinnati police officer yep. mm-hmm. who shot and uh, killed. Um, uh, I don't have the name for I, this I don't guy, remember the murderer's yeah. name either. But. Um, uh, Trevor Noah, who's the host of The Daily Show, had a really great sort of editorial where he talked about this. And uh, one of the, I thought he said something that was really profound. He said, like, look, you know, for a long time, uh, uh, people in the African-American community have been saying, like, you, you know, you white people don't see what's happening to us. Mm-hmm. So now with social media, we've been seeing right. what's happening to them. And it's like, you know, if we can just get an indictment if we can just get a day in court where people can see like look here's the evidence here's the evidence Mm -hmm. you know it's very clear you know then we'll start seeing justice being done and it's not happening you know and this is this is this is worse than if you remember that terrible moment two three years ago when when poor eric garner you know was was murdered by that new york city police officer with a chokehold and selling cigarettes, right? That was well, that was the claim, <laughs> assuming he was even doing that. Um, but allegedly, they, right? Exactly. <laughs> allegedly. Who knows? Um, but you know, the, the the grand jury didn't return an indictment, and that was shocking because and it was against policy to use a chokehold. Right. You could hear him saying he couldn't breathe. I can't right. breathe. I can't breathe. It. Yeah. Yeah. 
And 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 how much worse is that now? Because one of the, like the fellow who shot Fernando Castillo, he's been he's been cleared. Well, they fired him though. Oh, he's been fired. Sure, yeah. but that's whatever. Clearly, he's too afraid to be a policeman. <laughs> he's like, he's, yeah, he's a well, nervous they, Nelly. They, they fired yeah. him because he's an embarrassment. You know, but well, like, that's 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 public relations. That's yeah. that's that's you know that's not a punishment. That's he's he's walking around free. Well, you wonder if he's going to work for any other police departments. So. Well, I don't know, but uh, I'm I'm I live you know in Western Mass, which is a fairly uh, uh, has a, has a small population of people who aren't white, and I'm very much you know I went to prep school. I, my dad was an investment banker. You know, like I'm I'm. I'm I'm from that kind of very waspy suburban demographic, and I, I recognize it. So this is to a certain extent me sort of speculating about what's going on in a demographic I'm not part of. Oh, your privilege is showing. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I just I have to put that out there because yeah. you know. But I I just honestly uh, one of the most basic points of civilization, like job one, is to provide a measure of safety. Like, you don't have to worry so much about tigers coming to eat you in the night. And you don't have to worry so much about the Vikings coming to, like, kill you and take your stuff. Yes, you, know. you do. <laughs> We're out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's funny, except, yeah, it's increasingly like, what's the most dangerous gang out there? Well, if you're black, it's the cops. Yeah. F- straight up. License to kill. Yeah. And, yeah. and, like, if that's the case, how can we... You know, like, like, how can how can we as lefties, Stefan, as a fellow mm. white lefty, <laughs> bleeding heart, well-meaning guy, how can we look at you know our our African American brothers and sisters and our Hispanic mm. or Latino or Latinx or whatever the proper term is? How can we look at them and say, "Hey, stand with us and vote for our guys because we'll make it better"? And it's you know, not working. Yeah, we and it's can't. like it's not working. We can't. Yeah. We don't have. We haven't earned what? that authority because we haven't. We haven't shown up for our people of color. Damn right, we're still not showing up. I, I, but I think. I, but I. Th- I think part of it is 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 ideological. I think part of it is just that we haven't figured out how to um, maneuver our way around learned social divisions that continue to. I mean, it's amazing. I see even educated. Um, uh, racially literate, I would say, people who still self-select into their own groups socially. Uh, yeah, all the time. Sure, and it's you know the 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 personal is political, and Sue, you made that point earlier. Absolutely, and yeah. the personal is the the political is local, and the, it's it's the little interactions that we do and the connections we build with people who aren't automatically in our court that build coalitions yeah so you know and anyone listening you know, that's on you as well as it's on me and it is on me yeah so and 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 it's like the democrats we talk a good game about how like oh we're the party that's inclusive and i yeah. mean we have some success some track record so it's not like there's nothing <laughs> yeah yeah but <laughs> you know giving you a look over yeah. the radio but i'm, not, I'm just look. saying yeah. i'm just saying like if you want <laughs> if, if you wanna, if you wanna, if the Democrats wanna tout their bona fides, like guys, it's kind of been a while since the Voting Rights Act. Yeah, you know, and you let it yeah. slip away. <laughs> well, okay, you let it be taken. How's that? You I, I let was gonna us say Republicans. I, so right, which is <laughs> so yeah. There's one thing that I wanted to mention. 
And this was during the election, uh, during the during the primaries, actually. In 2016, you mean? Yes. And uh, um, it was actually from the Nightly Show. And uh, they were talking about Bernie. Mm -hmm. And uh, they they were saying, like, he's gray. He says all this stuff. But people keep pounding the drum of, oh, he walked in with the civil rights and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And they said exactly that. What have you done lately? What have you done for specifically us lately? Uh-huh. And I think that really resonated with a lot of people because I yeah. couldn't think of anything. <laughs> yeah, well, he did. I mean, like, I mean he, he managed to avoid calling uh, young black men super predators in the 1990s, but that's a low bar to clear. Uh-huh. And that's on the Clinton wing. I'll say that as the that's guy. That's also in the but 90s. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm saying in the last, like, like 2016. What's he done in this century? You were exactly. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and he's he does he does a lot for uh, the poor and for uh, for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but not specifically the black yeah. community. And I think that's that's a whole different thing about like why support didn't didn't sway completely his way and everything like that. But um, I think that was I think that was part of it. I mean that's that that's part of. Why I didn't really go for him. Can I can I follow up with something there? Like, no. please. <laughs> <laughs> is it time to take a break? It, it, it is. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah. this is important. We've always yeah. gone. Yeah. So, um, so you mentioned how AMA. Uh, I'm a black person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> AMA stands uh, for a mark Ask of distinction anything, in Western way. Massachusetts. Yeah. For you <laughs> What'd you say? I said it, that's a mark of distinction in Western Massachusetts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Word choice. Gonna... Word choice. Where, 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 or, sorry. Phrasing. <laughs> where, what were you going to say, Mike? Um, so you mentioned Bernie Sanders, and you were talking about like the discussions about him on the Nightly Show, for example. He and mm-hmm. Pucci appeared on for a few times, and that was hosted by Larry Wilmore. I miss that show a lot. So yes. Larry Wilmore does have a podcast now, which is called Black on the Air, worth listening to once you're done listening to Civil Politics. Clearly. And he actually, in his second episode, interviewed Bernie Sanders. And it was an interesting interview. Okay. And one of the things I thought was really interesting was Bernie Sanders said, like, okay, he talked about, like, his message and what he thought was really important about economic justice. And he said, okay, so both parties, like, it just sort of take it for granted. We must oppose racism and sexism and homophobia and anti-Semitism, all these things. It's like, like, that's just a given. And it's like, on the one hand, he's absolutely right. I mean, like, you know, both parties, however you are, like, yeah, we're, we're against sexism. Like, do we even have to talk about that? Like, of course we are. You know, show me <laughs> that. Yeah. You know, like not just not just show me. Talk about it more because like we can't like I believe Bernie Sanders is totally against those things. And like for him, it's sort of like a uh, yeah, I'm going to keep breathing, too, while I'm at it, you know. But still, he if he messaged about that more, if he talked about that more. No. If he talked about specific things more. Sure. And when he when he lumps everything together, that just means I'm against bigotry, which is great. I'm totally behind that. Yeah. But that is not action. That is not what you're doing for sexism, what you're doing for the African-American community. Right. This is something that you're not doing. Right. And that's great. I'm glad that you don't want to shoot me. Many <laughs> other people do, apparently. <laughs> news to me. Not news to me. But, uh, but what specifically are you doing to combat sexism and to combat the poor and i i ask that of everyone not just him but that's just the example from the nightly show because i miss it so much come back larry so um 
Yeah. So what what do they do for specific communities instead of fight against them not being crapped on? Yeah. Like, what do you do to improve my life? Because that's what politics is. You're yeah. supposed to be you're supposed to be fighting for me and for 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 my community members. And what are you doing to help? Well, I think that's a really good question. And why don't we take a break and think about that? And we'll be back with more civil politics uh, just after these short messages. Classical music on Valley Free Radio. Tune in to Andy Musique Wednesday mornings at 7 a.m. for an hour of beautiful music to start your day. Hosted by Lucy and Larry. You're uh, <laughs> our other regular gun enthusiast. My permit's bigger than George's. It's all. <laughs> Have you always loved to read but find it hard to do these days? Forbes Library offers a variety of alternatives to keep you reading long into the night. A large selection of large print books, audiobooks, and easy-to-use e-books and e-audiobooks are available to borrow. You will find bestsellers, classics, and nonfiction offerings. Forbes Library is now affiliated with the National Library Service to provide audiobooks, magazines, and even the daily news for people with vision loss, difficulty holding traditional book or newspaper formats, and for people with certain learning disabilities. Our staff is happy to help you find just the book in just the right format. Call 413 413- Five eight seven one zero one three to find out more. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in the CD or tape player. Each week, presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly, and at other times perhaps do not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. Hi, this is Wendy, host of Subculture, a music show featuring new wave, electronic, indie, and funk. Join me Friday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ or tune in from anywhere by visiting our website at valleyfreeradio.org. If you miss Subculture on Fridays, don't worry. You can hear it again from midnight to 2 Sunday mornings. Thank you for supporting Valley Free Radio. It's Matthew Squire, host of the Matter Day Radio Show. We are Monday, 1 to 2 in the afternoon. We talk to people who are actors, we talk to people who are stunt people, and we talk to people who are musicians, writers, and anything else you can imagine. World record holders have been on the show, but why? What holds all these people together? Well, it's a common love for one thing. Video games. That's right. We've talked to people who hold world records in video games, people who have written and make their lives writing video games, and stunt actors who have done work in video games. So join me every Monday, 1 to 2, on this station to listen to more as we dive into the world and the art that is video games. You want to learn to fix your bike? How to keep it tuned up so it's there for you when you need it? Or maybe you know already, but you just need to borrow a bike-specific tool that you don't have. Well, come to the Bike Lab at 12 Northern Avenue in Northampton. Drop-in hours are Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come with your bike or your questions. And your willing attitude. Or just to share your company. Spare part scavenger hunt every weekend. That's the Saturday Bike Lab at 12 Northern Avenue. Venga para el Bike Lab de Northampton y se divertirá mucho, le enseñará muchas lecciones como arreglar bicicletas. 
Details are online at pedalpeople.coop under bike workshops. They say freedom isn't free, but at the bike lab it is. My name is Amanda Messer. I'm 17 years old, and I'm a student from Turner's Falls High School. Billboard bodies. Does anybody really look like that? Someone could be flipping through a magazine, looking at that pretty girl or that buffed out guy, then go gag themselves. We need to love our looks for what they are, other than what people say they need to be. People can have beauty no matter what they look like. Beauty only comes from the, from the heart, soul, and mind. Most magazines emphasize the outside when it's the inside that really matters. A change in society would be most ideal for everyone. And we're back. <clears throat> Whoa, that sounded a little loud. Um, I should perhaps not eat the microphone. Extended quite like break that. because we were we were discussing anime animatedly uh, about stuff off <laughs> yeah that's, that's for the bonus show for yeah, our if, patreon if you donate a thousand dollars to the show we'll just, we'll just send kidding. you we the... don't have one yet yeah. Hold on. though though uh if you are interested in the show and you like us and you uh, are aware of our social media on the internet uh i should point out that we could use a little help uh, on the graphic design front. We want to have a new banner for the uh, civilpoliticsradio.com website. And also, I think, John, you were talking about getting some new icons as well, uh, some better artwork to jazz up our image and I make us... William that, F- that consultant we paid $1.2 million to really suggested <laughs> that we need an overhaul for our image. Civ Paul. Hashtag Civ Paul. And, and actually, that's the other thing. Uh, if you're interested in references to things we talk about on the show, uh, genre has been uh, flagging them with the hashtag civil references. So if you do a search, like on Twitter, for example, for civil references, you'll find all of these things that he's, t- he's talking about that he's posting. I don't know if that also works on Facebook because yeah. hey, it does. It works on the Facebook. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it so, does. Yes, I heard him. <laughs> so, oh, is that your good ear? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've, so got, I, I've got like three character voices, and they all suck. I thought <laughs> our icons were William F. Buckley Jr., and those aren't the icons you're talking about. And Gore Vidal. No. Gore Vidal. <laughs> yeah. In civil politics. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about religious icons. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys, I don't. Th- I don't think. I think only Republicans, maybe of like an older. Ilk like Sue's vintage are like still <laughs> bending at the knees to William F. Buckley. I think uh. the, you know, like anybody who's like a serious uh, uh, supporter, <laughs> anybody who's a serious supporter of Donald Trump clearly has no respect for anything William F. Buckley. I don't think in. they even know who he is. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they just refer to him as Maybe William just F. As Buckley. Well. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, oh. yuck! But but, as, uh, but a, that's true. A, a recent vintage I saw on a oh. message board. I won't yeah. mention. You, you, <laughs> And you've just slain our producer. <laughs> and you're only Republican. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's... <laughs> actually, actually, sort of circling back for a moment, to what extent do On you, icons, or...? <laughs> well, on, on, on that kind of discourse, like, I'm noticing they're starting to get some more nasty phrases for Republicans and, and yeah. stuff like that, and Thuglicans, and ugh. Yeah. Well, when I went which to... I, 
I so hate. When I went to move out here, I got on Craigslist and said, hey, anybody out there kind of a mixed bag, civil politics, I'm a Republican. And I got this email back, we don't need no Repugnicans in Western Mass. Yeah. <laughs> Stay geez. home. And that was like eight years ago. So I don't, <laughs> I think those folks have been here for quite a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just, I'm noticing it more the, and more the coming tenor. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's just like, it's 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 echoing or it's matching like the the tenor of I see a lot of sort of discussions about liberals and our issues and our beliefs, you know, libtards and 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 oh, all kinds man. of things like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I just sort of wonder, like, to what extent do you think like these election results in uh, in the special elections we talked about earlier in the show? I'm just wondering, to what extent do you think that's sort of like just just pure tribalism? Just like oh. we're voting for us because we don't want them to have it. Yeah. I had two occasions. I really think that's part today. of why, why Trump won. One is a person asked me if I wanted to go to a sort of block meeting in our neighborhood, and I said, "So ask the people before you invite me that tell them I'm a Republican." And the invitation was immediately withdrawn. Aww. And this other person that I occasionally play pool with wrote me a note tonight within the same hour, saying, "You know, I really like you, but I just can't get the Republican thing." It was like within an hour of coming on the show tonight. And I was ah. like, holy mackerel, what is in the air? What is it? Fear? Tribalism and fear. Fear of yeah. the health care bill. And it's like, you know, I try and tell people, look, put, when you say all Republicans, put all Muslims, put all blacks, yeah. you know, before you finish that sentence, you just can't. I know that people in Washington are going off the, the tracks, but... It really, it really helps if well, you just think about the person who's in front of you and I, I do, not, I, I, not a tribe. I want to push back at one element of that, though, because there's a difference between, uh, between all blacks or Latinos blah, blah, or blah. whatever and Muslims because you can choose, you choose whether or not you're a Muslim. You can, you can not be a Muslim. You can, not be, you can choose not to be a Republican. You can leave the party. You know, but like when it's something, when it's like these ethnic categories. Oh, so that you're saying it's a choice. There is an element. Yeah, like I didn't, I don't have to be a Democrat. Like I wasn't for most of my life. I recently joined the party in the past few years because it's just like increasingly. Yeah, like, you needed to join the. It, it seemed like yeah. something I needed to do. But it wasn't until Obama was president. I wasn't a Democrat. Like back in the 90s, I actually voted in a couple of Republican primaries in the hopes of like nudging like more sane candidates to run against, you know, uh, like I, I actually took a serious look at Mitt Romney back in 1994 when he was running against Ted Kennedy for the Senate. And he I, hadn't ironed his jeans yet before he went right, to the mechanic that, shop. That was, so. that was part of it. And, 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 and Anne yelled at him for that. She said, what were you thinking? I, 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 I ultimately wound up voting for Ted Kennedy because I really believe that there's an important role for the public good for the federal government and education and Mitt Romney was saying like we should get rid of the Department of Education altogether so like back 23 years ago that's yeah. why I, I voted against him but I yeah. really thought about it because I'm like Ted Kennedy's getting old and and God let's not forget Chappaquiddick I mean really which guy do I want to vote for here you know I mean you, you, you're covering your mouth but I mean like like you know uh, like I think Sue just well, you said you say the, the c word the ch oh, word and yeah. 30, 30 years forty years of you know what the Volkswagen ad was through um, uh, the National Lampoon no they had the Volkswagen <laughs> that floats I don't know if you knew that but no. the bug oh, no. the original Beetle would float for quite a while yeah and the and the headline was if if Ted had been in a Beetle 
Mary Jo Kopec, you know, would be alive today. Oh, it was really tasteless. So I flashed is. back to yeah, yeah, to yeah. the you know the bridge at Chappaquiddick yeah. and well, I mean, I mean, like I like and I I grappled and we forgave him as a state. Well, and I grappled with this because like I don't think. That re- Why in the world would we forgive some well, action I, like that? Well, well, it was something I learned about actually about about twenty three years ago because I hadn't really heard about it growing <laughs> up because I was a child. It happened before I was alive. Um, and he made up this whole story about diving and diving. He, and, yeah, but I, we, well, I don't I don't yeah, know the the story, yeah, but, but just but like we forgave the, him as a state and kept electing him. It's very interesting. We, uh, now it's almost like people would would get the hate on, and that would be it. There would be no recovering from that, no matter who you were. You know, it's it's sort of like that's part of what we've lost, the ability to forgive people for really stupid things they do, I think. Well, I, I thought it was uh, like the way I understand it, it was it was a really stupid thing that he did. And, yeah, like it's not that he's blameless in that, but it's not like he didn't kill her. <laughs> you know, he didn't murder somebody. He was too drunk and shouldn't have been driving and somebody else. Are you sure he didn't drug her? I'm not. And certainly that's a, <laughs> that, that's sadly like a question that really should be asked. And at the time, those of us of the right vintage, because that's what was going on really? in, the, in the 60s and Roofie, 70s. Do you think he might have, as they say today, roofied her, given Roofies, her some kind of drug? Quaaludes, yeah. They were, quaaludes, they were, probably, yeah, of, yeah, that, of that yeah, era. Yeah. Bill Cosby's drug of choice. See, uh, I think they should go after Bill Cosby for the prescriptions. I think there's an angle there. I think that all the folks should go oh, after for, him. Oh, for... For for administering prescription drugs without a license. Yeah, and there'd be a record of all the quaaludes that the docs prescribed for him. Oh, yeah. I hope somebody picks up on that. That's and goes after smart. It. Thank you. Yeah, but other That's than that, I don't know. And I was anything uh, with a paper trail. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, and Republicans have learned a lot about the damage of paper <laughs> and where trails. Where did those four hundred thousand quaaludes go? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, I mean, you know, like like drug dealer. It, you know. <laughs> I, I, since nobody died, I don't think it's as horrible as as the acquittal of Philando Castillo's murderer. But yeah. nevertheless, Bill Cosby, you know, like a hung jury in that trial. I mean, how much more evidence do you need before you can go say we are beyond a reasonable doubt here? Uh, I mean, I, I do I, take I, your ah. your earlier point about people that have a choice of the group they belong to. Yeah, um, especially because I belong to a group of LGBT folks and choice is always the big question right that's that's what people get you with so i get i yeah. get that argument i just yeah. was trying to say that every time you say oh, you know this group is just killing us just yeah. think about the person you're sitting across the table from uh, as yeah. if that's the least you can do yeah i think well and i think anyway. and and the 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 the, the stefan sorry I, I you were about to say something but just, no no go uh, on just the problem with having like like the one of the downsides of our big tent political system, where like parties, there's yep. two parties, is like you're gonna have a lot of people, uh, either in or sort of associated with both parties, you know. And every once in a while, the weasels take over Toad Hall, and you have to get Badger and everybody else to right. You know, go <laughs> right. Well, that's actually I love that 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 parallel. <laughs> but but also like you know you're gonna have some people who just make you go, oh god, yeah. why are they, you know, um, and you can't defend them. Right, you know, uh, and and but you have to sort of include them, and right. or you have to figure out a way to get them out of your party, which maybe is the better answer. How do you yeah. get the folks out of the party that aren't constructive and aren't helpful and don't want to make, don't really want to make America the great country that it is? Yeah, you know, 
I don't know how you do that entirely. I mean, parties have these squabbles all the time. I mean, you know what I'd say. Look at the Democratic Party. But you need to stick with people in part who win. And, you know, one reason why Ted Kennedy was forgiven by the voters of Massachusetts is because, like, he could win. He had the money. He had the name. He had the clout. He had the charisma. And increasingly had this experience and, 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 and gravitas in the Senate, even when the Democrats didn't control the Senate. He had sway. Yeah. Because he was Ted well, his Kennedy. People worked on the health care bill. They did all the background. They did all the underlying yeah. calculations of what if you do this and if you do oh, that. Oh, you mean you mean back with the Democrats yes. eight years ago? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's sort of I mean it's I I just I'm just pointing out that right now we do just sort of cut people off at the knees and leave them for dead. I mean that's just sort of the the tactic in the tribalism that's developing. Yeah, and somehow the Democratic Party has to heal itself. And so does the Republican and Party. So do, well, the ho- Republican may have to morph. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the Democrats might have to figure out how to... Or we need more parties. That's all, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, how would we do that? I need, I need to pound Rank my choice horse. voting? <laughs> Instant runoff? <laughs> I, I actually got a phone poll, a, a pollster calling me the other day asking me which name I would prefer, among other things, asking me about ranked choice voting, like, you know, would I call it ranked choice? Would I <laughs> instant runoff? Uh, uh, one, two, three voting, you know, whatever. Interesting. I, I, I think in the end I kind of like one, two, three voting, but don't listen to me. What do I know? Seriously. But, yeah, I don't know. Are, are you? It's, 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 that's interesting because I know um, they had a poll in the field, so maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know who was doing it. One of them. And they asked me other things like, you know, would I vote for Elizabeth Warren over Charlie Baker if Elizabeth Warren ran for governor kind of thing. And, oh, yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> you know. Just so, trying yeah. to get a sense of who you really are, probably. It's yeah. a demographic cross tabs. Right. I know, important. and as a loyal Democrat, w- of course, I would vote for Elizabeth Warren, but I really would hope she stays in the Senate. Yeah. Well, and now Google has all your information, so they'll be able to really target those ads. <laughs> yeah. uh, Actually, they're going to stop reading your email. They announced it like yesterday or today. <laughs> they they did. Google what? said they're going to stop reading because they've been reading everybody's email and using the content. Oh, so. for targeting ads yeah, to me on yeah, the sidebar. Yeah, yeah. they're going to stop reading emails. Yeah. Well, so, so Sue, <laughs> like like last word to you. Uh, uh, we were sort of brushed up against uh, uh, rank choice or instant runoff voting or whatever. And I know you guys talked about that yeah. while I was away reuning with my college mates. So in the end, like, does that sound like I know Stefan's for it because yeah. he's crazy lefty guy. No, I think it makes a lot of sense because people we you missed it. But we I told I talked about um, some races in Boston where they ran somebody to split the vote. Oh, yeah. So that mm-hmm. the Buddhist nun wouldn't win the mayorship. And that's how Menino got in. They ran a talk show host against her progressive liberal to split uh. the progressive liberal vote. Mm-hmm. So Menino, the ta- you know technician mumbles yeah that he got in they was a, it, those tactics have gone on for years so i i do agree with it i think it's just hard to accommodate with all the volunteers and stuff you have in the clerk's office i mean it's it's very hard unless you have a really good algorithm and it needs to be an algorithm that's in the in the systems and tested and can't be monkeyed with well because it's hard to follow the votes. If you just count 30 votes, you know, you got 30. But if it was 30, but then you got 20 more from these, and it's very hard to reconstruct it. It's, a, it's just different Well, if you have like a, like a tape, if you have a paper ballot with like filling out the various bubbles and then you machine count. Yeah. Like, so long as you've got the hard data. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would like to say, and I'm going to post this on Facebook right after this, the uh, Conservative Party of Canada had an, an inter-party election for their premier. Yeah. 
earlier uh, this year, and they did ranked choice voting, and they were actually able to break out round by round where everyone's yeah, because you've got to keep that t- you've got to keep that in such a way that you can print it out. That's my concern. I agree. It's you much know, harder for the Russians to hack hack a stack of paper. Yes, I think a stack of paper is one of the safest ways to vote. It, yeah. it, it's it is terrible to say, but no, I, I completely <laughs> agree. It's, it's you know? literally a paper trail. It's literally yeah. a paper and, trail. And and uh, as I as I've mentioned, oh, you know, I'll have to tell that story oh, yeah. again another oh, time. Oh, tune in next is, week to is. find out what that story was. But it has to do with a Titan missile silo. <laughs> so, oh, baby, yeah, you're learning the coolest things when you get a history of science degree. <laughs> Tune in next week. Same civil politics time, same civil politics channel. Well, indeed. And uh, stay tuned for Subculture coming up next here on Valley Free Radio. But that's all for civil politics. Thanks and good night.